Hello all, and welcome to this episode of No Home for Heroes. No Home for Heroes explores history's military mysteries regarding Americans who are missing in action from our past wars. These long-forgotten MIAs are remembered here. Today's episode is titled, A Shot in the Dark, and I'm your host, Rick Stone. No Home for Heroes is a trademark production sponsored by the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation. For more information on the Foundation, visit our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. And now, on with our show. There are currently 24 non-Marine losses included in the total number of those killed at the Battle of Tarawa, who remain in unresolved status in the database of the Defense POW-MIA Accounting Agency, or DPAW. Nine were Army Air Force personnel. Ten were Navy pharmacist mates who accompanied the Marines in the assault as medical corpsmen. One was a Navy coxswain killed on a Higgins boat landing craft during the invasion. And one was a Navy crewman killed by the accidental explosion of a souvenir 40mm shell being disassembled by a shipmate. And three were Navy pilots. Our story today involves one of those Navy pilots. Navy Lieutenant Commander Edward Henry Butch O'Hare is listed in the Depot database as one of the unresolved losses associated with the Battle of Tarawa. This association is somewhat of a dubious listing, as we will explain later. Lieutenant Commander O'Hare was a famous fighter pilot credited with destroying five Japanese aircraft in a single battle when the enemy attempted to attack his carrier, the USS Lexington, on 20 February 1942. At that time, he was flying an F-4F Wildcat fighter when he became the Navy's first flying ace. He accomplished this feat by single-handedly attacking a formation of nine heavy Japanese bombers that were approaching his aircraft carrier. On April 21, 1942, he became the first Naval Aviation recipient of the nation's highest honor, the Medal of Honor, in World War II. Whether you know it or not, chances are that you have heard of Lieutenant Commander O'Hare before listening to this episode of No Home for Heroes. If you have ever flown anywhere in the continental United States, you've certainly heard of Chicago's O'Hare International Airport. That airport is named in honor of Lieutenant Commander Butch O'Hare. On the evening of 26 November 1943, over a year and a half after winning the Medal of Honor, O'Hare's new carrier, USS Enterprise, scrambled three aircraft for one of the first night fighter intercept missions of the war. Lieutenant Commander O'Hare organized a team to include one TBF Avenger flown by Lieutenant Commander John Phillips, with a radar operated by Lieutenant J.G. Hazen Rand, and the ball turret gunner, aviation ordnance man Alvin Kernan. O'Hare's wingman for that flight was Ensign Warren Scon. The three aircraft completed the night fighting team. Both Lieutenant Commander O'Hare and Ensign Scon were flying the newer version of their Wildcat fighter, which had been deemed the F-6F Hellcat fighter. 
Lieutenant Commander O'Hare flew a fighter for this flight that had huge white numbers painted on its side. The numbers were zero, zero, double aught, or snake eyes in the parlance of Navy crapshooters on board the Enterprise. On the night of November 26, 1943, the Enterprise introduced a new experiment in cooperative control of TBF Avengers and Hellcats for night fighting. When the three-plane group from Lieutenant Commander O'Hare's formation was ordered to break up a large formation of land-based bombers atta attacking the task force. O'Hare volunteered to lead the mission to conduct the first-ever Navy nighttime fighter attack from an aircraft carrier to intercept a formation of enemy torpedo bombers. When the call came to man the fighters, Butch O'Hare was eating. He grabbed up part of his supper in his fist and started running for the ready room. He was dressed in loose marine coveralls. The night fighter unit consisted of the three aircraft as we've discussed, and they catapulted, catapulted off the Enterprise between, oh, about 5.58 p.m. and 6.01 p.m. Confusion and complications dogged the mission from the start. The Hellcats first had trouble finding the Avenger, and the radar operator had difficulty guiding any of them onto the targets. O'Hare and Ensign Scon and their F-6F Hellcats finally got into position behind the Avenger. The Avenger held the airborne radar operator. Visibility and target identification was a definite problem. Butch O'Hare radioed to the Avenger pilot and said, Hey, Phil! Turn those running lights on. I want to be sure it's a yellow devil I'm drilling. O'Hare was last seen at behind and slightly to the right of the TBF Avenger when the turret gunner of the TBF, Alvin Kernan, noticed a Japanese aircraft above and almost directly behind O'Hare's fighter. Kernan opened fire with the TBF's 50 caliber machine gun in the dorsal turret and the Japanese gunner on board the Betty Bomber, fired back. Butch O'Hare's F-6F Hellcat apparently was caught in a crossfire. Seconds later, Butch's F-6F Hellcat slid out of formation to his left, pushing slightly ahead at about 160 knots, and then vanished into the darkness. The Avenger pilot, Lieutenant Commander Phillips, called repeatedly to O'Hare on the radio but received no reply. Ensign Scon responded, Mr. Phillips, this is Scon. I saw Mr. O'Hare's lights go out, and at the same instant, he seemed to veer off and slant down into the darkness. Phillips later asserted, as the Hellcout dropped out of view, it seemed to release something that fell almost vertically at a speed too slow to be anything but a parachute. Then something whitish-gray appeared below, perhaps the splash of the aircraft plunging into the dark sea. Lieutenant Commander Phillips reported the position to the ship. One degree north, 26 minutes north, latitude, 171 degrees, 656 minutes east longitude. These coordinates are approximately 59.991 nautical miles from Tarawa. USS Enterprise was approximately 10 miles away or 50 miles from Tarawa, and the ship obtained two good radar fixes on Lieutenant Commander O'Hare's lost location.
A destroyer was dispatched to the location the night of the loss, and after dawn, a three-plane search was made. But no trace of O'Hare or his double-aught numbered aircraft was ever found. Three days later, a PBY Catalina flying boat also conducted a search with negative results. O'Hare was reported missing in action. MIA Being almost 60 miles from Tarawa, Lieutenant Commander Butch O'Hare is officially listed as a Tarawa casualty in the DPAA MIA database. On December 9, 1943, official word arrived that O'Hare was missing in action. His mother Selma left for San Diego to be with O'Hare's wife, Rita, and O'Hare and Rita's daughter, Kathleen. Lieutenant Commander O'Hare was declared dead a year and one day later in accordance with then-existing federal law. His widow, Rita, received her husband's posthumous decorations, a purple heart, and a navy cross, awarded to him based on that fateful flight on 26 November 1943. And since that fateful night, debate has raged over whether Butch was shot down by friendly fire or by the Japanese bomber that apparently stalked him before he could stalk it. A few years after the war, the publisher of the Chicago Tribune suggested that the name of Chicago's Orchard Depot Airport be changed as a tribute to Lieutenant Commander O'Hare. And on 19 September 1949, the Chicago, Illinois Airport was renamed O'Hare International Airport to honor Butch's bravery. The airport now displays a Grumman F-4F fighter in its terminal building number two. The museum aircraft replicates the one flown by Butch O'Hare during the flight that he won the Medal of Honor in in 1942. The Grumman F-4F Wildcat on display was recovered virtually intact from the bottom of Lake Michigan where it sank after a training accident in 1943. In 2001, the Air Classics Museum remodeled that aircraft to replicate the F-4F Wildcat though O'Hare flew on his Medal of Honor flight. The restored Wildcat is exhibited in the west end of Terminal 2 behind the security checkpoint to honor O'Hare International Airport's namesake. So, the next time you're passing hurriedly through the very busy Chicago O'Hare International Airport, we recommend you stop and do two things. One, be glad that you're not in an airport named Orchard Depot. <laughs> and two, try to stop by Terminal 2 and see the restored Wildcat fighter like the one Butch O'Hare flew when he won his Medal of Honor, and say a small prayer for this brave warrior, who no doubt lies at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, 59.991 miles from Tarawa, where he remains one of history's military mysteries. Thank you for listening to this episode of No Home for Heroes. We hope you've enjoyed today's production, and we invite you to check out our other episodes. Don't forget to tune in every Saturday, and we will post a new episode of History's Military Mysteries, Missing in Action. 
Episodes of No Home for Heroes are produced from the actual investigative case files of the Chief Rick Stone and Family Charitable Foundation, dedicated to providing information to the families of missing American servicemen and missing American servicewomen. As always, we greatly appreciate your comments, and a special link is available for you to contact us on our website at www.chiefrickstone.com. You sure don't want to miss our next episode. Our production engineer, Cindy, promises me that it will be one of our very best, and it's a real head-scratcher. It won't be a whodunit, but a where is he? As in all our cases, sometimes we're lucky enough to interpret the clues correctly, and we can help bring some of our missing heroes home. And sometimes, we're simply left wondering what really happened decades ago, and we find ourselves chasing ghosts. I don't know about you, but I can't wait for our next episode of History's Military Mysteries, Missing in Action. Until next time, be careful, be safe, and wishing you fair winds and following seas. I'm your host, Rick Stone, reminding you that poor is the nation that has no heroes, but shameful is the nation that, having heroes, forgets them.